Today on the Relationship Renovation Podcast, Tara and I walk through what is really a strength-based conversation. And a lot of times we really focus on maybe the negative things that are going on within our relationship. And today we role model how to have a conversation with your partner that really lifts the two of you up, that helps you understand, you know, what is it that that is special and wonderful about your relationship. So you're going to get a lot out of it. You're going to have the ability to have this conversation with your partner after you listen to the episode. So stay tuned. I know you're going to love it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Relationship Renovation Podcast. I am Tara Kerwin. And my name is EJ Kerwin. And we're really excited for today's episode because we... It kind of just came to me about, oh, two minutes ago, we were totally going to do something else. And I said, you know what, EJ, like, why don't we talk about strengths in our relationship, like the resilience we've had, the obstacles we've overcame, you know, what we first fell in love with about each other. Because I think that a lot of couples, including us, forget to have these conversations. And when couples start to struggle, they focus on, because this is what our brain does, everything that's going wrong, and we truly do forget what goes right. Absolutely. I mean, I think that you, uh, one, you get caught in, couples get caught in just the sort of, you know, maintenance of their own life, you know, and that like takes up every minute from the minute you literally your eyes open. I mean, I think actually before we woke up this morning, you said, I made the Costco order. I did at two in the morning. <laughs> two in the morning. You know, so like we're so wrapped up into just surviving and getting through and getting things done. And then the other thing that gets our attention is when things feel off, you know, when there's some disturbance between the two of us or we don't agree about it. Like, and how often do we sit down and really focus on what's amazing about our relationship, what we love about one another, why we decided to be together, you know, in the first place. So this sounds like kind of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. And what I do know too, is that, so there's this term a lot of therapists use and it's called resourcing. It's like internalizing like a lot of positive in order to overcome uncomfortable or negative And when couples have these conversations about what's going great in their relationship, the strengths, the appreciation, it builds resources for then when communication does break down or you are going through stressful times. And so really you want a nice balance of, you know, uncomfortable and comfortable. And in order to build that emotional safety, you have to talk about the strengths in your relationship. Can you give an example of of when someone might resource, how they might do it, maybe just in like an individual and not necessarily a couple first? Sure. So let's just say I want to work on my fear of spiders, right? This just happened like 10 minutes ago. I just removed a spider, spider. (laughs) which then attacked me when I moved him outside. (laughs) Okay, let's stop. (laughs) But... If I don't have ways to calm my nervous system, if I'm talking about it, I will get overwhelmed. My brain will get flooded. I'll probably go into a panic attack. So I've learned over the years, okay, I am safe in this moment, even though there's this big, hairy thing that I'm looking at, like I'm able to internalize thoughts of safety, feelings of safety. I use my breath. If I didn't have those resourcing skills, my anxiety would just keep escalating and escalating, in which I've struggled with before, panic disorder. And so I don't know if that's a good example, but. Yeah, and then in the context of relationship, I think that 
inevitably there's hard times, there's arguments, there's disagreements. And if I'm able to, in the moment where maybe I'm feeling very frustrated or unheard or whatever, resource back to, you know, two weeks ago when we were sitting at poolside in Mm -hmm. Las Vegas with our kids, you know, just like having this really wonderful time and smiling, I'm able to be like, okay, this is a difficult moment, but I can have that felt sense of being like, wow, I really like love this person and have really enjoyable times with her. And it's a huge piece of building that secure attachment with your person because otherwise our brain, again, we've talked a lot about this, registers our partner as the enemy And it's really scary. And now you're always become a threat, which is, again, what couples come in with. It's when I ask them the question, because they're like, this is what doesn't work. This is what doesn't work. This is what doesn't work. This is what they do. I'm like, what does work about you? They literally stop and they don't know how to answer that. freeze up, yeah. Because that is just not... (laughs) how their tape player in their brain is working right now. It's like, I, I tried to just hit pause right there and they're like, oh, ooh, there's no tape for that. Yeah. So again, this is why I thought it would be really cool to have, just so we can model what a conversation might look like. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about the struggles we went through, but we're going to be able to talk about how the strengths that we have, the individual resilience that we both had and the couple resilience that we had also brought us through it all. Yeah. I mean, I think that's like uh, that tape that you were talking about. Another way to say it is narrative, you know, the stories we tell ourselves inside our own head. And some of the problematic narratives that I might repeat to myself over and over about our relationship or by you are auto launching. Like they just like, there's a trigger, something happens. And then this, it, kicks up inside my mind, well, and she did this, and and this relationship is that. And I don't even have to try to have those thoughts. But I, I, I need to, and it takes intentional effort to be like, okay, this is a difficult moment, but I care for this person. I love this person. I have had many, many, many incredibly enjoyable moments with this person. Like, and it's so silly that like, you wish that that was the auto tape that that started rolling in those difficult times, mm-hmm. but instead it's not. You know, so let's we're gonna stupid biology. We're anyway. gonna build our tape deck up on the positive side a little bit today. How do you want to start, Tara? Well, I think we should start coming in by like let's just say a couple is like, you know what, I want to have this conversation too, right? And so I just really want to make it very like general and easy. And kind of curious, adventure-based. Yeah. Can I, I think I could start. I think I have a good question to begin with. Okay. I'll see if I agree with this okay, question. Okay, we'll go. <laughs> I think each of us stating why we were drawn to each other in the first place. Okay, I like that. Why was I drawn to you in the first place? Oh my goodness. Okay. I remember, actually, we were working together. I'd moved to Tucson. Mm-hmm. And you were married. You had two kids. And you were this awesome freaking therapist. Like I watched you do a lot of work with teens and women struggling with eating disorders. And I remember you'd always talk about your ex-wife now, but your wife and your kids and like you were such a family guy and you would talk about your summers in Maine and, and there was no like physical or emotional attraction to you there. You were just like a colleague and someone who I thought was really cool. But I was initially drawn to like, 
you really loved your family and your life. Like you talked about them in this very beautiful, natural way. And I was like, God, he is just so cool. So then when you, you know, you ended up going through a divorce and you had a ton of support from your colleagues where we used to work at. And, and so I, um, I remember like, I think you were like starting on a dating website or something. And I was like, EJ, but you shouldn't be doing match.com. You don't need to do match.com. Do you remember that? <laughs> you know, I didn't know that you saw that profile. I did. Till like years later when oh. you told me and I was, I, I was kind of embarrassed. I was, that oh, was yeah. a weird I thing. saw this and I was like, okay. So I said, I'm going to be EJ's wing sister. I am going to, when he gets back from Maine, because he went through a horrible divorce, and when he gets back from Maine, we are going to find him a woman. <laughs> like, we are going to find him a woman. And so I brought, I got a bunch of our colleagues together. We all went out one night in Tucson. And again, I had never even thought, not even a smidgen of like, oh, what would it be like to date EJ? Because, you know, you were, I just, there were boundaries, like, sure. and professional boundaries. But then... That night, I believe you kissed me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the surly wench. what the F is going on? EJ's kissing me. And I never kiss people who are my height or a little bit shorter. <laughs> God, I'm such a dork. And I don't think, and I think we've been together ever since. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, I remember like the next weekend or something, we were doing ropes course with all of our clients. And I was your belay partner. And I was like, oh my God, he's really sexy. Like, I love him in this like rock climbing thing. Like I started to open my mind and heart to like what could be. So I just think I just thought you were really freaking cool. Sorry. I know that that was a really long answer to a very simple question. That made me feel I thought you were a cool freaking dude. And I loved that you were very connected to emotions to other people's emotions. And you just had this very cool, safe vibe to you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. That was very nice to hear. Yeah. Okay. Now your turn. Why were you drawn to me in the first place? Well, you know, similarly, when we first met, it was as colleagues and you were dating somebody and it seemed pretty serious. Um, And I was, yeah, and, you know, I was (laughs) married at the time. And so... I was drawn initially to you again the same way. Like there wasn't like any, I had no like designs in that way. But I remember a couple of things. I remember the first time I saw you, I remember it was at the staff office of the facility we worked at Mm. and you had come in for the day and it was your first day there and you were just like connecting with everybody and you were like so ebullient and Mm -hmm. fun and it was like you could tell that you were just a person that people were drawn to you know and so that was like sort of my my first impression and similarly I just remember at that facility just like every time you'd walk in the door like I can picture it in my mind right now you would just like come in with just like sunlight like you just brightened a room and you were just fun. And and like when you walked into a room, it's like, I just, it was like, oh, hey, I want to talk to this person. And we were just like friends. 
And so, you know, that, that sunlight. And then here's a funny story. This again was like, again, we were just friends and there was like a grocery store down the street from the facility we were working at. And sometimes we would go there to grab like, you know, you'd be like, hey, I'm going down to the grocery store to grab lunch. Do you want to go? And you were like, yeah, let's go. And we drove down and we're walking through the produce section and there's like those little, like they're like yellow bonnet peppers. And you were just like being all like playful and you like picked up this yellow bond pepper, popped it in your mouth. And I'm like, that is an extremely hot pepper. And you like instantaneously were like, oh my God, this is like so hot. I don't oh know. You like started crying. I had and, no idea. And it was just like, but that's you. Like you are so impulsive. spontaneous and impulsive and, and funny. And so, I mean, I was definitely drawn to all of those as friends. And then when... um we went out that night and in those first few weeks we were together, I think it was the fun. Yeah. You know, it was like, we just, I was drawn to how much fun we had together. And there was, I also like remember it being like so easy. So, so e easy. So easy. That's from our honeymoon, that guy. <laughs> uh, it when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It was just so easy. It was just, I never remember an uncomfortable moment with you. Mm -mm. We always just like, I was drawn to how- Honeymoon period, baby. Yeah, it was just, it was just so easy. So I'll, I'll say this was like a great first question because we're looking at each other. We're remembering this. This was what, like 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh my gosh, we should have this conversation every single day. Mm -hmm. We don't, we haven't had it in a minute. So here we are having it now, but it feels really good. Yeah. And it does feel connecting like, oh yes. And so what might lead into this? Because that first question, why were we drawn to each other in the first place? How about maybe, because we've gone through a lot of different transitions. We've gone through getting married. We've gone through blending a family. We've gone through having our own kids. We've well, gone my, through gone having- through my, my sister dying was a big deal we yes, went through. We've gone through so many transitions in like a decade. Let's just say in a decade. And it feels like a short amount of time. Yeah. Like how in the world did we get through them? Because there were some ugly times. There was many difficult moments, so much so that we opened up our own couples counseling center because of it. But what do you think could be a nice leading question into? So it's sort of like, what's the glue that keeps us together? I love it. What is the glue that keeps us together? Why don't you go first? I think that there is a trust that we have. And some of it is 
we've clarified together, but a little bit is sort of an implied agreement that we're both committed to personal growth. Yep. I believe that to be true. You know, and I think that's also like sort of like in the stars type stuff too of like why you're drawn together and why you find like your soulmate or whatever is that there, in this case, this is what makes me feel like you're my soulmate is that we're, for whatever reason, we've both committed from pretty early in our lives, both of us, that we just want to get to be the best people we can be. And we're also kind people. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't always act kind to one another, Mm -hmm. but at our heart, we know we're kind people and we know we want to get better at being a human. Mm -hmm. I think that's why we chose the field we did. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I trust you, even, even though there can be very difficult times, I trust at the end of the day that you're not complacent in that, that you really want to be, you know, better and better and better. And I trust myself that I want to be better and better and better. And I'm pretty sure that you trust me that I want the same thing. So for you, the glue that keeps us together through all of those transitions, right? That we could have a podcast on each transition and be like, (laughs) oh my gosh, we'd fill up a year of podcasts is commitment to personal growth and trusting that the other is also the same and that we're both kind humans on this earth that chose each other. And I guess maybe the next extension of that is that you love me and want to help me do that. And And I'm supporting you in the process, that we support each other through the process. I love you and I want to support you in that process as well. Mm -hmm. I would say I agree to the glue that has kept us together. And this is important because a lot of couples will come in and they've been married for 18 years, 22 years. And I'm like, they're like, and this is it. We are done. If this doesn't work, we're done. I mean, I'm like, wow, 18 years, you guys, like what in the world has held you together? And again, they have that surprised look on their face and really think about it. If you're a listener who's gone through a tumultuous time with your partner, if you feel disconnected, but you've been together for a minute, like what in the world is that glue that has held you together? And again, I would say, yes, EJ, in those moments, I'm like, I know I love him. I do. I know I love him. I know I love this person. I know that I think he's the most amazing, beautiful human on this earth. In my phone, I have him as my favorite human but he's making me crazy. So it was just that. I'd always be like, I know that at my heart of hearts, I love him, even though we are both struggling right now. Because transitions, right? When couples go through transitions, whatever baggage we have, especially from our childhood, whatever unmet needs we have, like it gets all projected onto our other person. And if we're not really aware of that, It will be this awful blame game, toxic manipulation, trying to get our needs met in very bad ways. Again, like so grateful that I know all of this to be true. And so I was like, okay, this is just another trigger. This is another growth area. God, I don't want to do this anymore, but I do, but I don't, (laughs) but I do. So it was, it was that motivation to be like, I want to keep learning from this instead of screw this. I'm going to choose somebody that's easier. No, thank you. I just had that commitment. Like I'm dedicated to learning because I also trust, and I think you do too, if it really wasn't good, I don't think either of us would have stayed. 
Like we love our kids too much. We would never want to create a toxic environment for them. And I think it's because we both trust each other that we're doing our own individual work for the sake of the coupleship. We always say that. So. Yeah. I mean, and I want to like maybe just provide like, because we've opened up in the last few weeks about like some tough stuff that we're going through. And we're honest with people around like the we struggle as a couple as well. And one thing that we've done this year, and it's been a tough year, is we both sort of doubled down into our own work. You know, we're both seeing somebody to help ourselves. We're both like doing a lot of self-investigation. And this is sort of like, you know, that having agreements and sticking to it is our agreement is we're becoming our best selves together. We're both committed to our own personal growth. And like when you're doing that difficult work and I see you doing it, it builds that trust even more. Mm. And I, I think it's the same for you that, that you, when you see me doing this personal work and, you know, honoring that agreement we have, it's, mm -hmm. uh, it builds confidence that, yeah, this is the glue. It's keeping us together. We're, yes. Like, well, really that you're saying like the glue that has held us together is our own commitment to personal growth for the relationship wellness, but that over this decade of crazy, intense, insecure attachment styles, like we have are continuing to develop secure functioning and neither of us had secure functioning yeah. in our attachment history. And so did it take a lot of work? Yes. Is it continuing to take a lot Absolutely, of work? Absolutely, but it's so worth it. 100%. Yeah. And, and you know, we're gonna have, I think one more question, but I'll say like, as we do this, as we do this exercise, mm -hmm. I feel more connected. Like, yeah. like we're making tons of eye contact. I'm really attuned and listening to you. Like it feels yeah. really nice. You and know? I'm also trying to put like your past face and hair and yeah. everything. I'm trying to, to grow like my now. hair back. <laughs> well, it's just that we change, right? We've changed a lot. And you're exactly the same, honey. Oh, you shut up. age the day in these... <laughs> okay, so how about like a final question? Because you don't want it to be too long, but you want it to be enough where you feel like, oh, that feels really good. Why do we keep doing it? I love that. That was exactly why where, where my head was going. Why do we keep doing it? For me, it's exciting. I keep learning about myself. I keep exploring deeper because of the safety you're providing for me allows me to know that I've got someone in my corner that will always protect me, love me, take care of me. That feels so dang good. Do it to model healthy love for our children. Do it because everyone in the world deserves to feel loved and to be loved and to love someone in a really safe and healthy way. And I know that again, we trip up and it's, we've got our things, trust me, but the energy around it is protecting and safe. Yeah. Why do I keep doing it? If I had to like really condense it down, I think it's because in my heart and in my head, I believe in you mm -hmm. and, and I believe in myself. Yeah. You know, like I just have a deep belief. I've seen what you've gone through in these 10 years. I've learned about what you've gone through throughout your life. And I believe in you. I just think that you are like, if you are a stock, I'm, bu I'm a buy, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a strong buy with, with you. Yeah, that's and, and then also like, you know, just I'm a strong buy with myself. Mm 
And I appreciate our own struggles. I, I recognize and appreciate our own struggles. You know, I f- and I feel like I believe deeply that it's even though it's been really hard at times, mm-hmm. that it's forged a much stronger bond. And I don't know if I trust anyone more to sort of be with in the rest of whatever this life is. Yeah, I I believe in you and I believe in me. Wow. Thank yeah. you. I did know that. And and I'm hoping like from this conversation, I'm hoping listeners gain that idea of compassion for the other person. Because when you're in the thick of it, like that, com- it's called compassion fatigue, compassion burnout, whatever you want to call it. We do not have compassion for our partner. We have like, oh, how dare you do this to me, make me feel this way. I want this to be done. But if you start doing the work and really understand each other, get curious about each other, compassion grows. And it's this compassion that we both have for ourselves and each other and our family that keeps us in it. So thank you today for this conversation. I really appreciate it. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for believing in me. And I think we should do these like once a week. Yeah. And we have a, a head start on having this conversation because we've done a lot of work to get us to this place. And we understand each other and our sort of operating systems pretty well. And it's, it's how we build our program, the way in which we work with couples. And it, it feeds into this thing you were just talking about, like empathy. You know, like how do we help people gain empathy? And a lot of that is through understanding one another. And our program, Relationship Renovation at Home, and our in-office programs, they take you through as a couple a system, you know, a way to understand each other, yourself, and make sense of it. And so we we really encourage on our website, uh, relationshiprenovation.com, there's a drop down to our at-home program. And you can download a free sample of it. You can check out a couple of, of lessons for free and see what it is. But it is an amazing program where over a couple of months together, you and your partner can have these type of conversations and they don't come naturally and having a sort of a structured you know way that's facilitated is amazing so i really encourage you all um, if this is something you want to embark on with your partner you know check out the relationship renovation at home program okay well thank you for listening have this conversation the strengths what builds us up what keeps us resilient Uh, We all deserve to feel a little heart happy, which is how I'm feeling now. So take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Bye-bye. Bye. Me and you just singing on the train. Me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the same. Me and you have all the fame we need. Indeed, you and me are we.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.